Now streaming, the Netflix and Swill podcast. Welcome to Netflix and Swill, your source for Netflix news, reviews, and booze. I am Caleb. And I am a lost patchwork bunny rabbit thing. And I am emotionally involved in the story of you getting home. Uh, Okay, then. Uh, We'll talk about that show later, but first, how are you? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, How are you? Uh, Didn't get much of a weekend, honestly. Uh... It's Labor Day, which means there's a holiday on Monday, which means uh, for payroll, you have to get everything in by like Tuesday, 11 a.m. Uh, and for my areas, that's next to impossible to do uh, between the hours of uh, fr- whatever Friday and then three hours on Monday or Tuesday. So I had to work <laughs> like seven and a half hours this weekend. But I'm not quite sure when you've been told. On Labor Day. It's my favorite day of the year because I get to listen to my favorite Coheed and Cambria song, uh, which is uh, the Valorium Camper part. Is it part one is Fane of Hearts? I don't know. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. Camper Valorium one, Fane of Hearts from uh, In Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3. Gerald, this is a, a real song. Uh, I believe you, and I know you're right. Uh, but yeah, so I I hate I hate Monday holidays. I just hate them because they just ruin my entire weekend. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was nice for me. I've I got much more of a weekend than I usually get, which is you know a normal length one. Well, there you go. Uh, I'm happy for you. At least that. You got to do uh, a little bit of a weekend. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was fun. My uh, my mother came up to visit for Labor Day. Uh, left left the the step Faja and the, the dogs at home came up just to get away from it all for a little bit. Uh, so we hung out, played some board games last night, went to dinner. Um, I don't know. Fuck. I have you heard of the game? What do you meme? It's it's the cringiest name for a board game ever. Uh, no. Uh, but basically, like th- my wife's family got it for her a few Christmases ago. But it's like uh, you put up like a meme picture and you have it's kind of like Cards Against Humanity of cards that are like potential captions for it. And whoever puts the best caption on the picture is the winner. Uh, so there was one, it was like this alien doll with like rhinestone sunglasses and like, you know, a smartphone and like all this shit, like all dressed up. And, uh, like I was judging that round and my wife put down a card that says, whenever you're all ready to go out, but you realize that you have no money, no plans and no friends. (laughs) And I laughed for about 20 minutes. And then you chose somebody else's. 
Now, my mom also had a really strong one, which uh, was like whenever your ugly friend uh, says twins on a picture of the two of you. (laughs) Hmm. But uh, it's a bad game that spawned a very funny moment. Well, there you go. Um, I don't know. We played a bunch of board games last night. We played Clue, uh, which is, you know, been one of my favorites for a long time. Uh, and then we played Forbidden Island, which is always extremely stressful. Uh, it's like a treasure hunting game. And like, I don't know, like it's it's kind of a race against time. It's a, it's a very stressful game, but we won. Nice. And we did we did something else. What else did we do? I don't remember. I have a lot of board games. Yes, you do. I've seen Borog has lots and lots of powers. It's a reference to the South Park episode Fun with Weapons. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking Balrog. (laughs) Fucking uh, shit. Yeah, like they they get ninja weapons from the state fair and then like uh, it it shifts into like an anime style uh, and it stays in that while they're fighting until Butters gets hit in the face with a ninja star and then it goes back to the South Park style of just a ninja star sticking in Butters' eye and him crying. Uh, it's amazing. It's it's fantastic. They, they have to figure out how to get Butters' medical attention without their parents yelling at them for buying weapons. It's exactly what it's like to be a kid in a rural area. I've I've lived that exact scenario many times. Who's whose eye did you throw a ninja star into? Uh, no, but, uh, n- nobody's, but, like, I had a lot of friends get hit with BBs and, like, I don't know, just a lot of, a lot of shit, I don't know, cutting myself because I was playing with knives or. Well, okay, then. Yeah, the concern is never, like, how do I fix my, myself or friend? It's how do I make my parents not aware of this ever? Uh, and the answer is you can't. <laughs> uh I think that's a good as segue as any, so let's get over to what's your swill? Can we please get some alcohol into my mouth? He hates these cans! Stay away from the can! And Dan, we'll start with you. I have a vodka tonic. It's just regular vodka. Shocker. I don't buy uh things i don't i just don't buy mm. alcohol i i buy food maybe uh a couple times a, a month and that's about it i don't know i spent like 150 dollars today on alcohol and alcohol accessories uh because i promised my wife this weekend that i would take her to a castle uh and today i delivered on that promise uh because as you may know uh, I've I've moved to wine country in the Finger Lakes of upstate New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in my travels around the area, I saw like, wow, there's there's a literal goddamn castle over here by the road. Uh, I should take my wife there sometime. And today I did. Uh, I took I took my wife and my mother to the castle, uh, which is called Bellhurst. It's Bellhurst Castle and Winery. So it was like built in the 1800s. It was some 
some dude built it as like a fucking retreat for his wife or whatever the fuck. It's a cool, cool place, cool building. Uh, but they have a winery there. Uh, so we went there. Uh, we got a flight of five wines and cheeses that were matched up with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I'm drinking is is one of the pairings that uh, they they recommended that I thought was pretty good. So I, I purchased it with currency. So this is the Bellhurst Naturel Sparkling Wine uh, paired with, it's called Lady of the Lake. Uh, it's a Gouda and Parmesan blended cheese. And it's uh, interesting. So you're going to hear me like chomping on it. But I like, hate it the, already. I hate it. The saltiness of the cheese and the sweetness of the wine, it pairs really nicely. So I enjoy it. Uh, I'm bougie now. Uh, I hate I hate the the chewing of food. Yeah, it's actually disgusting. It's uh, sonically horrifying. It's it's the worst, and uh, don't do it. Uh, I there are many podcasts that just eat food into the fucking mic, and I just go, I'm never listening to you again. I don't care what you say. Uh, you you might have the greatest opinions in the world, but the second you eat food into the mic, uh, you're wrong. God, what are they diabetic? Like they can't wait. I. I some of like them just, they can't uh, they can't plan uh, meals around having to record a podcast. I don't know what they're doing, but the, the the point is is don't do that. The point is don't do it. That's so terrible. Uh, also, that's that's it. That's the whole the whole description. Well, cool. Uh, with that, let's get into the news. Oh shit! It's mail time. All right. Well, we have one news today, uh, which is that Netflix has struck a deal with uh, Nippon TV for 13 anime titles. Uh, Next year's Anime April looking stacked. The non-exclusive deal will begin September 1st with the launch of Claymore, Orin High School Host Club, and Hunter x Hunter. The first 38 episodes of Hunter x Hunter. Yeah. A show I've never watched, but is apparently quite popular. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Now read the rest of the things that are coming. I don't know. Uh, Claymore looks neat. It looks like it's modeled after like European folklore, but uh, as it, an anime. It is. I've read the first chapter of the first manga because it came for free somewhere. And I read it and I went, this seems interesting, but I'm never buying a manga. So, okay. yeah. Ooh, the the other titles included are Death Note, mm-hmm. Death Note colon Relight One, and Death Note colon Relight Two. Uh, from me to you, from me to you, S two, Berserk. Oh fuck, Parasite the Maxim. Oh fuck, uh, Nana Hajime no Ippo colon the Fighting exclamation point and Monster. Parasite the Maxim, famously one of my favorite anime series of all time. Uh, Berserk, I'm very excited about. Berserk is very exciting. Berserk is fucking awesome. Berserk is very exciting. Death Note is very exciting. The two Death Note things are very exciting. I'll take a potato chip and eat it. It's uh, it's great. Death Note's great. Uh, until... Uh, spoilers, L dies, and then it becomes less great. It's great, and then it becomes, you know, whatever. Exactly. 
So I wonder what these uh those two Death Note things are that aren't the show. Because part of me wonders if they're like retellings that bring back L. I don't know. Um everybody should watch Parasite the Maxim. It's extremely good and only has a couple like problematic sexual scenes involving high schoolers early on in it and then it you know drops that and is fine because the parasite is curious about human sexuality and you know the main character is a pubescent boy i'm not doing a good job of selling this am i no sorry i'm reading uh this so the the relights of of Death Note are basically like it's it's going to be like a 180 minute retelling of the entire anime series. Hmm. So they likely cut out a bunch of filler shit and shit that doesn't exactly matter. Uh I I I don't know if that's the correct way to uh go about it because uh it still has mellow and near. Uh so, you know, don't like that, but hey, but it's it's Death Note for lazy people like me. It is Death Note for lazy people. Also, on this article you posted, uh, it shows like the three anime series that are the first wave of this from left to right. But it says from left. So, uh, Hollywood Reporter hire a proofreader. No, why why hire a proofreader when you can just get the internet to do it? Or, you know, just don't give a shit at all. I mean, why was why waste time say a lot words when few words do trick? Well, I was playing uh, Destiny earlier. Like, I want to say this was Thursday, and there was a quest line that had Guardian, because that's what the, the, the characters are known as. It's like Guardians. And it had it spelt uh, G-A-U-R-D-I-A-N-S. And it's like, nope, that's not right. So mm-hmm. so nobody has proofreaders anymore. Everyone just pushes things because they can. Yeah, it's all about getting that quick buck. I don't know. This cheese would be actually phenomenal with some black pepper in there. Then go get some black pepper. No, I'm not going to interrupt the podcast. Oh, that's fine. Uh, there was something else. I think uh, a film exec left after being with the company for four years. Don't know why everyone's making a big deal out of it. It's a guy who's there for four years, probably had no like we're probably seeing the effects of what he greenlit now. But I mean, Scott Stuber has been in charge for a bit, so uh, I, I'll have to do more research into what this film exec even did. But uh, it seems like it's a Scott Stuber show. And I don't I don't understand why we care that this man left. I'm dying. I have allergies. It's uh, the worst. Uh, well, speaking of the worst, let's get into uh, some trailers for uh, Netflix series and movies uh, in downstream. Baby, I can't control the Internet. That's my favorite line! All right, our first trailer this week is for Thai Cave Rescue, colon, limited series, official trailer Netflix. Inspired by the incredible story of the Thai youth soccer team who got trapped in one of the most dangerous cave systems on Earth. In the extraordinary efforts by their families, the people of Thailand, and uh, volunteers from all over the world as they fight against both nature and time to save them. 
uh, a Thai youth soccer team and their assistant coach are trapped in Tom Long Cave, prom- prompting a global rescue effort inspired by true events. This is one of the craziest stories, like, uh, fucking ever, like how they got these kids out of the cave and they're bringing to life on the the small screen of your television. Also, like, why would you take a bunch of fucking kids to one of the most dangerous cave systems on Earth? Seems irresponsible. Yeah, it seems extremely irresponsible. Uh, Also, I wonder if we're going to have Elon Musk calling one of the divers a pedophile. Oh, shit. Yeah, remember that? No. All my homies hate Elon Musk. Yeah, uh, Elon wanted to push like something like do something for the thing and the guy was like no go away and then elon was like well you're a pedophile his name is peter file that poor man uh so yeah gotta wonder if we're gonna get megalomaniac elon musk uh in this in this series i doubt it but you know who knows could happen (laughs) local dipshit elon musk uh Fantastic stuff. All right. Uh, yeah, that's that's Thai Cave Rescue, uh, a show that looks decent. Yeah. Next up is the trailer for Rainbow. This is not a movie. It's a trip. Uh, I think it's also a movie by Paco Leone. Rainbow arrives on Netflix September 30th. A modern tale of a teenager's coming-of-age journey loosely inspired by the classic novel The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, led by Dora Ajax Pedrosa Wekafore Jibril, Louise Bermejo, Carmen Maura, and Carmen Machi. Uh, in search of her mother, a free-spirited teen and her eccentric companion sent on a whims- are, uh, set out on a whimsical journey while avoiding the clutches of a wicked woman. I think whenever I drink alcohol, I'm better at the names, but worse at reading English words. Or maybe I'm just more confident with the names? Maybe the confidence was the problem the whole time. Dan, what do you think? Uh, confidence is always my problem, too, when it comes to performance. So No, I mean about the trailer. Oh, uh, it looks like Wizard of Oz. Yeah, that's true. Uh, except the the lead actress's name is Dora, and it's just Dora. There's nothing else. Yeah. It's Dora. They should have named her Dorothy the Explorathy. <laughs> well, I mean, they could not have gotten a better lead actress to play the Dorothy character than someone whose name is strictly Dora. Dora, 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 Dora. That's what she would yell if she was a JoJo character. Yeah. And then she, you know, goes up in a fucking tornado cane and uh, dies. Huh. Uh, I don't know. It's the Wizard of Oz. Do, do we need to see yet another Wizard of Oz? No. Why don't they just remake the Wiz? Probably because that movie was uh, perfect. And that would be stupid. I've never seen the Wiz. Me neither. I just like the idea of it. Uh, they're doing Wicked at some point. I've seen Wicked in, in uh, on Broadway, and it was it was uh, it was a good little musical. Paul would hate it. That's true. 
All right. Our very last trailer this week uh, is for The Imperfects. So, a chupacabra, a banshee, and a succubus meet in a park. Uh, what's the punchline? They are. But um, tis. After undergoing an experiment that gives them monstrous side effects, Abby, Tilda, and Juan join forces to find the scientists responsible and a cure. Watch the trailer, official trailer for The Imperfects, a new original 10-episode series premiering September 8th only on Netflix. Uh, this is the, for fans of quirky super squads ready to take on the world. Think The Umbrella Academy meets The Boys. Uh, I'm out. Well, okay, so yes, uh, that's fair. You're allowed to be out. However, I will say the uh, male character in this show is the kid who will be playing Monkey D. Luffy in the One Piece adaptation. Okay. That those I don't know what that means. That is not sold uh, you on it, but uh, it's not supposed to. Uh, I think this looks like dumb, campy fun. Now, Umbrella Academy, of course, is a big turnoff because that show is uh, the worst kind of campy in that it's fucking stupid. So mm-hmm. does this show fall into that same trap? Uh, I will find out for us. So. Part of the description on this trailer says, welcome to this full throttle action adventure, monster sci-fi Netflix original series. That's a full paragraph. Uh, They have full throttle action adventure and monster sci-fi all hyphenated. Uh, The next paragraph says, shout out to all the itchy nipples fans in the making. There's no way that's actually in the description of a trick. Uh, you can verify it for yourself. Uh, what are we you doing? Just go here? to what? YouTube.com slash watch question mark V equals S T J F J O A Z R C W ampersand A B underscore channel equal Netflix. Netflix, what are we doing here? What what is this? Who wrote this? Who 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 did this? Uh an intern who's been given far too much power. Well, I mean they did they did say they were moving to more junior positions. Uh, I guess that means making your intern the head of fucking trailer descriptions. So yeah, uh, not good. It's not a good description. Uh, but again, I think it looks like campy, dumb, fun, uh, monster sci-fi thing. Now it says ten episodes. I think that's it. I think this is just a limited series, and I could be wrong. But uh, if it is, then hooray for people who go. I don't want to watch things unless I know they're. They're not getting canceled because hmm. because now this thing that's a limited series in theory will not get canceled. My nipples are itchy. Yeah, so I just went to like Unbelievable, which I know is a limited series. And uh, that says limited series. So if you're going to put 10 episodes on there, just say it's a limited series. 
So this is not a limited series. They're going to never mind. I, ignore everything I said about this being a limited series. It's not a limited series anymore. All right. I've I've forgotten it. Uh, hooray. Uh, with that, let's get into quick hits. Talk about some stuff we watched this week. What'd you watch this week? Uh, there's a new batch release for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6 colon Stone Ocean. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I watched a couple episodes of that. It's, uh, it's all right. Haven't really gotten rolling with it yet. So I don't know. It's a continuation. It's, it's I feel the same about it as I felt about the original batch release. Uh, I wish that they would just give me the whole thing so then I could watch it and make an assessment. The end. What did you watch? Uh, here, here's my thing. No, I want them to never release part three. Uh, so that way all the Jojo fans can cry and complain online and I can laugh at them. So here's the thing that Jojo fans don't understand. Netflix didn't do this. Go on. Like Netflix has the distribution rights. That's it. They're not producing the show. They just get episodes and put them up when they get them. Wait, so you're saying the show isn't even completed in Japan? Yeah, no, like Netflix got global distribution rights. Like that's the only place to watch Stone Ocean. I'm pretty sure. Oh, so the animation studio is taking forever to even do them in the first place. Yes. Uh, If the show was finished in Japan, people wouldn't be complaining because Jojo fans have never had a problem with just watching it subtitled. Maybe instead of complaining, you could just shut the fuck up. I mean, they should be complaining about something other than Netflix doing this, because very obviously it's the animation studio's fault that it's taking. But but Dan, Netflix bad. I mean, yes. I mean, I I talk we, we talk about Netflix jail enough with when it comes to fucking anime releases, but like. You, you like. It's like Stranger Things. Like, there's a reason why fucking season four came out so goddamn late, and it's because they took forever to make it. It's not like Netflix not being like, "Hey, yeah, let's go." It's almost like there was a global panini, uh, and everybody's taking a long time to do anything, except for Never Have I Ever, because uh, boy, they're they are pumping out seasons. Well, yeah, because they're in a bubble and just. Everybody's quarantined. Everybody's sheltering together. Also, Cobra Kai is pumping out seasons like crazy. Yeah. That's because they just don't care if the kids get COVID. Well, that's true. Uh, the, they'll then then they'll be COVID Kai. <laughs> More like COVID guy. Except for the women. Uh, yeah, presumably. All right. Well, as for me, I watched uh, two very subpar things. I watched first The Rental. This stars uh, Allison Brie, Dan Stevens, the guy from uh, the the Bear. Is that what the fuck? What the fuck is that new Hulu show called? I think it's The Bear, where he's a restaurant guy, and then some woman I've never seen before in my entire life. Uh, directed by Dave Franco, so there's a reason why Allison Brie is starring in it because uh, husband. 
And it's about uh, a group. Is of- Alison Brie married to Dave Franco? She indeed is. Jesus Christ. Good for you, Dave Franco. I know. Really? I thought, I thought you were just like. Uh, kind of an idiot. I mean, yeah, sure. But you uh, you managed to marry Annie's boobs. It's true. So, uh, yeah, four people just go to this fucking Airbnb rental. Uh, the guy is, is seemingly racist. So the one girl who is apparently a minority is like, hey, I have a problem with you because I tried to book this and my booking was uh, denied. But then uh, my white male friend uh, did the booking and he got accepted almost immediately. So it's like, all right, whatever. Uh, and then, you know, shit happens and it's just it takes forever to get where it wants to go. And then when it gets to where it's going, uh, it's over in a heartbeat. Like it just it just rushes to the end. And it's like, OK, great. So we just I've I've wasted 90 minutes watching this movie when you could have told the story in 45. Got it. You You made it. You made a feature length movie out of a short film. Good job. Really proud of you, Dave Franco. Uh, so yeah, just skip it. It's not, it's not worth it. Uh, although I just wanted to watch Dan Stevenson and Allison Brie. That was it. And, uh, they were fine. Everyone was fine. Just, you know, me. Uh, and then I watched the weekend away starring Leighton Meester. Uh, yeah. So why did I watch this? I don't know. I just felt like it. Uh, it's about a girl who goes to Croatia with her friend for a weekend away. And then she uh, gets real drunk, passes out and wakes up to find her friend missing. And it's all about how her friend is missing and trying to find her friend and eventually trying to find her friend's murderer. And, uh, it's, it's entertaining because of how bad it is, but that's about it. I don't know, man. I, I don't know what anyone expected from this movie. Uh, it's it's just bad. You can watch it. Uh, get get drunk with the boys and and hang out and watch watch this dumb bad movie that is uh, slightly entertaining. Hmm. One of Alison Brie's first acting credits was in a movie called Hot Sluts in two thousand nine. Backdoor Sluts Nine. Got it. <laughs> so that's it. That's uh, all I watched. All right. Uh... Well, why don't we take a short break? Uh, and when we come back, we'll do our feature review for Lost Ollie and get get you get you in, get you out, get you going. The Netflix and Swill podcast is brought to you by our patrons: Gerald Morris, Bill Sutton, Nick Haskins, Ashley the Bubby Gorski, Ben Kiefer, Paul Prezula, Daniel Henderson. Julio Oliveira, Jimmy De La Rosa, Chris Yaney, Brianna Petty, Nate Wade, Alan Gallarisi, Duty Dutram, Casey Moore, The Nerd Revert, and Dan's Mom. If you would like to become a patron of the show, find us at netflixandswill.com Patreon. Buy some shit. Visit netflixandswill.com merch. Leave a review and tell me how good I'm getting at public speaking. Visit netflixandswill.com slash apple podcasts. Thanks for letting us live our dreams of being professional idiots. We now return you to your regularly scheduled banter. Welcome back, everybody. Caleb, it's time to get our main review topic for the week. Lost Ollie. 
Lost Ollie is a new TV miniseries on Netflix. It is an animation adventure drama. Uh, 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb. A lost toy searching across the countryside for the boy who lost him. And the story of the boy who lost more than a best friend. Uh, this is created by Shannon Tild- Tyndall. Uh, stars Jonathan Groff, Jake Johnson, Gina Rodriguez. Jake Johnson as daddy. Ooh, woo. Mm-hmm. Ooh, woo. Uh, also, Tim Blake Nelson's here playing a shithead. Uh, and Mary J. Blige playing another person who is a toy. Yeah. So what did you think of Lost Ollie? It's not bad. It's not really what I expected. I was thinking like family adventure show because we were describing this as live action Toy Story. Uh, But it's it kind of takes a dark turn. Yes. Uh, think end of Toy Story 3. <laughs> I have no context for that. I don't know. There's a part in Toy Story 3 where they're like. Uh, they go to like somehow they end up in like. Uh, a, like a. Landfill or like a trash processing thing. And they're like slowly sliding towards like an incinerator. And like they all hold hands and like say goodbye to each other. Interesting. I can't wait till my baby niece is old enough to become attached to the Toy Story films so that I can show her Toy Story 3 after she watches the first two and then shut it off at that part and be like, well, that's the end. They all died. <laughs> Uh, What did you think of Lost Ollie? It's the most aggressively okay thing I think I've seen. And a lot of people who watched it uh, ahead of time were telling everybody how great it was. And I just, what did you watch that made it so great? Because none of the themes hit with me. None of them made me feel any particular way about, about what I was watching or about myself. All I saw was a toy wants to get home. We take a detour of the third episode to explain why a character is the way they are. And then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we resolve the whole thing with a, a nice ending. Believe me, it's a nice ending. But the whole journey there is kind of rough. Yeah, it's OK. Um, if you like people trying to remember things that happened to them and other people trying to justify their actions then you might like it. I mean, yeah, that's that's, that's pretty true. It's just, there's a lot of, like, it, it's well-made. Don't get me wrong, it's well-made. I just don't think it's well-crafted. I think the story is whatever, uh, and I'm glad it's, it was only about three hours, because any more of that, I would have probably shot somebody. But, like, there are questions that I don't understand how we got to this point. Like, at the beginning of the show, like, how... How does Ollie get to the shop? Because all we know is that Ollie arrives at the shop and nothing else. Ha- and then that's that's it. And based mm-hmm. off of the his- the entire uh, history of the show, there is a lot of time in between him being lost to him being uh, 
revived in the the toys or the secondhand shop. That's true. So yeah, uh, I I don't know, I don't know what happened, but uh, I need more, I, I I need more explanation there. I guess is one of the few things I'll say about the show is that yes, three hours is great. But my God, uh, like another 10 minutes would be fantastic. So I know what the fuck happened and how he got there in the first place and how he doesn't know anything that's going on at all, because it seems like he should know everything that happened and should have uh, no memory loss whatsoever. Yeah. But don't you know, Dan, amnesia is the best plot device ever. You know, it's a better plot device. Uh, people remembering things and then acting on it. No, it's uh, tattooing everything you need to remember on your arm. I don't like that movie. I know. That's why I bring it up whenever I can. So, yeah, uh, I, I do not like Lost Ollie as much as most other people do. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I don't have that inner child shit anymore. Although my inner child is basically just, you know, sitting around playing video games whenever I can. But yeah, I mean, it's a fine show. Uh, it's probably it's probably just not for me. It's probably for parents and people with children, or people who uh, you know had a favorite toy that disappeared and wanted to reminisce about that. I guess. Yeah, I actually uh, I don't know. I probably should have a deeper connection to this. When I was a child, I had my own Ollie, uh, except he was named Benjamin. He was also a rabbit. It it was my comfort item. You should have had a deeper connection. How dare you, fucking monster? Yeah, it's almost like the show is just like, all right. That's true. Uh, I mean, and it saves all, almost all of its heart for the final episode. And by that point, by the time we had hit the final episode, and by the time we get to the heart stuff, I'm just like. I don't care because it really hasn't earned it up to that point. It's just been like, here's the show. Here's a little bit of intersplicing with the, the, the people, the real people and their real story. Uh, but otherwise, you know, here's, here's the show. And I didn't like uh, the, what I was watching was okay. And then, uh, it got to the point where it was like, hi, heartstrings time. And I just went, yeah, sure. I see what you're doing, but like, no, you haven't earned this. Agree. Uh, Dan, what would you give this? It's like a flat three. Yeah, it sounds about right. I'm sorry to everybody who uh, is likely tuning in uh, to hear good things about the lost uh, or lost Ollie. And I just we just don't like it. It's just it's just fine. I I, I don't know. It was one of those things that like potentially overhyped based off of the people I was hearing from on uh, on social media. But like, yeah, I don't I don't see what you guys see. Uh, I'm glad you like it, though. Yes. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't really know what else to say about it. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. All right, Caleb, you wanted us to watch something on Netflix. Uh, it is no longer on Netflix. So yeah. did you watch the thing anyway? Uh, I didn't. I. I'm hosting uh, family for the holiday weekend, and it's no longer on Netflix. So I did not watch Cliffhanger. Okay, so Cliffhanger is now on Hulu. 
So, uh, I guess I could talk about the the intro to Cliffhanger. This is all I want to talk about is the intro to Cliffhanger. Because the rest of Cliffhanger doesn't fucking matter. Uh, What matters is the first 10 minutes of Cliffhanger, where it starts with these helicopter shots of the Rocky Mountains. And I'm like, hmm, this looks kind of familiar. And it keeps going. And then you see this man climbing up a rock, and you're like, huh, this looks familiar. And then uh, you come to determine uh, Sylvester Stallone, and he's he's rock climbing to go rescue Michael Rooker and Michael Rooker's girlfriend, who uh, are stranded on top of this, you know, rock formation because uh, Rooker got hurt. So they they have the helicopter come up. They, you know, uh, strap a line to the, the fucking rock. And then Rooker goes across and the woman's about to go across and she's real fucking nervous. And I'm like, huh, this looks familiar. <laughs> is this what they fucking did? Hold, this- hold on. I'll, I'll get to it. <laughs> so so the woman uh, starts going across. But then all of a sudden, her one buckle, uh, which is a metal buckle, starts splitting. And I'm like, huh, this looks real familiar. And uh, yeah. So in case you're wondering where I'm going with this. Uh, they recreate this exact sequence, uh, except it's about like three minutes long, for Ace Ventura when nature calls. <laughs> which, which is insane. Oh my god, I didn't, I didn't think that Ace Ventura when nature calls could get better. I, I, that, to me, it's a superior for Ace Ventura movie, uh, mainly because no Dan Marino. But yeah, so the entire Races thing out, Dan. for 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 Ace the 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 entire intro piece for Ace Ventura pet or not pet detective when nature calls is directly blatantly ripping off Cliffhanger, which is the most insane thing I think I've ever said in my entire life. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. And, uh, you know, instead of going to, like, uh, some Buddhist temple to meditate, Sylvester Stallone comes back after eight months. He's like, I'll feel sad. And the, the, his, his female uh, love interest is like, you don't get the right to monopolize your sadness. You, you know, you did everything you could, blah, blah, blah. He's like, it's like, OK, good. We're, we're just minimizing men's suffering. Got it. Because he feels he feels personally responsible for this woman dying. Like he's he's the Ace Ventura part of this. Uh, you know, whatever, man. Uh, so yeah, that's that's all I want to talk about. With Cliffhanger. It goes exactly the way it's supposed to go. After that, but it is it is insane. Like just gonna be like, oh my god, this is Ace Ventura when nature calls. They ripped this off. This is amazing. Why why would they choose this movie of all things to rip off? That's hysterical. Uh, also. Uh, I'm watching the scene now on YouTube. It is green screened as all hell. Oh yeah, it's very green screened. It's it's it's. <laughs> Although there's some shots where they're looking down, Ashley's like freaking out on the other side of the couch, being like, "Oh fuck no! Oh fuck this! Get no! Absolutely not!" Uh, and she's right. Fuck rock climbers. Uh, if you're a rock climber and you die, uh, you deserved it because you made yeah. bad choices. Yeah, you're not a goat. What are you doing with your life? You don't belong there. 
Man, remember when Sylvester Stallone got to watch, like, look a woman in the eyes as she plummeted to her death? I know. I know. And and they 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 do that. They they talk about that for like ten minutes at the begin. At the, like, because it goes uh, that sequence. Then they do the plane heist sequence and the plane going down to Sylvester Stallone coming back to the town after about eight months because you know. He, he feels like he fucked up and he might have. Uh, so he feels responsible for her death. And everyone's like, how dare you go away? It's like, shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up, dude. Hmm. So, yeah, that's uh, that's that's all I care about with Cliffhanger is just the first 10 minutes and just being like, wait, he's Ventura when nature calls references. This. Exactly. What the fuck am I watching? Uh, apparently, according to Gantz 22 IFY on the YouTube, uh, the Caribbeaner manufacturer actually sued them over this scene, making <laughs> them look bad since the way it played out is physically impossible. Yeah, sure. Whatever they say. Well, sure. Whatever. Whatever you need to do to feel good about yourself. Did they sue Ace Ventura when nature calls too? Because it's the exact same. I actually think they stole the shot directly from fucking cliffhanger of the fucking carabiner breaking. Now it, that and like the scenery is like exact, like it's the exact. helicopter being there. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It is the exact thing. Although, what about Ace Ventura- the animal cargo? If you were me, then I'd be you. And I'd use your body to get to the top. You can't stop me no matter who you are. <laughs> oh, fantastic. I love that movie so much. So, yeah. Uh, if you if you ever wanted to know where that scene came from, now you do. All right. Well, that makes me happy. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Dan, next week on the show. Uh, we're going to locate and binge through all of the Karate Kid movies. Uh, that is one through three, as well as the next Karate Kid, I believe. We're we're doing this to punish ourselves to get ready for Cobra Kai season five. Are they on show? T- are they on Paramount? Do I have to get Paramount? Do I have to get a trial membership to Paramount? Do I have to get a trial membership to Paramount? I mean, Paramount does have Ninja 3 The Domination. Yep, uh, looks like they're all on Paramount Plus. So, looks Ooh. like... Uh, looks like I'm looks, getting... Tr- looks like I am purchasing Original Karate Kid Collection on Vudu for $23.99. Is that the, the original 3 plus the next Karate Kid? or uh, It's the original 3 and then the next Karate Kid is on Netflix, actually. If Hilly Swank is not available for the next season of Cobra Kai, uh, I will be extremely upset. Yeah, I'll be quite put out, actually. Uh, Hey, we should watch A Karate Christmas Miracle, which is free with ads on Vudu. A boy believes that if he earns a black belt by Christmas Day, his father, who went missing one year earlier, will return. A roller coaster thriller ensues where mystery that no one expected is unraveled. And just maybe all will witness the delivery of a miracle that can only happen on Christmas. Uh, Martin Cove is in this. That's oh. right. John Kreese. 
is in this movie called A Karate Christmas Miracle about a kid who thinks he can get his dad to come back if he gets his black belt. Huh. God bless Martin Cove. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I just looked up Hilary Swank and what she's doing. She is in the middle of filming Ordinary Angels. Uh, She's also in a show called Alaska Daily and Away. Or actually just Alaska Daily right now. Uh, It's upcoming, set to premiere on October 6th on ABC. So, I don't know. It doesn't look like it's going to happen, Caleb. doesn't look like we're going to get her for season six. Well, piss. Which sucks. I want her. She's not a good actor, but I want her. Hmm. Well, maybe season seven, because they will never stop making this show. Yes, it's cheap. None of the people want actual money for the show. They just want to kick other people in the face with karate. Karate, karate. Oh, man, that's what they can do. Have the the crossover event of the decade. Have fucking uh, Reverend Richard Wayne, Gary Wayne for season six. Just punching and yelling karate, karate. I want it. Uh, And (laughs) you know what? You know what I actually want? What I actually want is that Richard Wayne, Gary Wayne is actually a karate sensei uh, who has escaped prison and is now in the valley and runs his own karate school. And he Mm. takes them on in the all valley championship. And if he wins, he gets to put all the students of the school city beats into a bunker. The karate mole girls. I'm just saying this is a great idea. You're welcome to it, anybody. You can the have the Karate it. Kid versus the Fire Monster. Just, just have it. It's fine. Daniel San versus Bunker Madness. <laughs> I just, I just want it now. It's so stupid, but I just want it. Uh, I want that very much too. Uh, I also want to end this episode. Okay. Uh, well, you can find the show at NetflixAndSwill.com if you want to stop shop for all things Netflix and Swill. Check out our merch at TeePublic uh, and buy a shirt or something that also has our logo on it there. Uh, also, check out our Patreon page where if you like the show, you can give us money that way instead of buying merch, which is also great. We love uh, money, capitalism, and all the other things. Yeah. Thank you to Space Weather for the use of our theme song, Bitter. It's a bop. And until next week, this is Caleb saying we'll see you next Tuesday. Netflix and Swill is an independent podcast. As such, we believe in the scrappy underdogs of the podcast world. If you're an indie podcast and would like us to run your promo on our show, please contact us. The little guys need to stick together. If you enjoy what we're doing, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts and telling a friend. The more we grow, the better the show will be. Thank you for being part of the Netflix and Swill family.